This podcast was recorded and produced on the stolen land of the Wadawurrung and Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. We would like to pay our respects to the elders and traditional custodians of this land. Sovereignty was never ceded. This land always was, always will be, Aboriginal land and Black Lives Matter. Yeah, just crank up the, yeah. crank up the decibels. No, see, that's too broad. I'm learning that you two are perfectionists in putting this podcast together. No, we're both only children and we're both fighting for being right. I think that's the problem. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I think that's it. Oh, right. So three only children about to talk. Oh, yeah, true, true. Oh, shit. (laughs) Selfish vibes. This energy about to be cracked. (laughs) Sweet. Welcome back to Miscellaneous Fuzz. This is episode 13. Yeah, I think so. Back on episode 13, we're finally back in person. COVID's now kind of allowed us to kind of be back in person and with a lovely guest today. Yeah. Hello, Gabby. Hi. <laughs> Happy to be here. <laughs> Happy to be here. But yeah, so one of the great things about COVID clearing up is, yeah, essentially the fact we can have lovely people like Gabby here to actually kind of have more guests on. It's something where with the show, we've been really wanting to have more people on and just kind of actually be able to talk about music in Melbourne and some of the people who are really doing a lot for the scene. And Gabby's really someone that is at the forefront of that, in my opinion. Yeah, in my opinion too. Oh, thanks, I guys. Guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, yeah, we're super tight with Gabby, and like we love seeing all the stuff that mm. she gets up to, and some of the stuff we're a part of too. So, yeah. Mm. yeah. So tell it like break down kind of like what you've been working on and some of the stuff you've been doing. Yeah. So I guess my main thing at the moment is Rude Baby Records. Um, I run that. It's an artist management and booking agency um but also yeah do a bit of like promoting uh booking and then also work with a couple of artists and put out their music through rude baby as well yeah yeah like you've been really kind of getting into the swing of things like as of like the specifically like the past year or so the amount of like amazing gigs you've put on over the course of even such a small amount of time is actually really incredible but actually one thing i've always wanted to know i never really actually got to ask you where did the actual name rude baby records come from like what's the origin of that right right so uh, (laughs) um it kind of started um so i started rude baby um with madison woods who's now runs foley mag um and we really wanted a name that like had alliteration in it so like something that just like kind of rolled off the tongue um and we were sitting there one night just going through like all of the registered business names and we were like oh going through like rude baby and like rude boy and like all of this random stuff and then rude baby was the one that you know hadn't been registered and we were like can we pull that off and we were like yeah hell yeah let's do it and it it's kind of stuck yeah yeah i remember like the early days like on i think it was like because we both went to rmit like the rmit facebook page you'd always post this picture of like this like baby like flipping off the camera yeah oh wow yeah i thought that was kind of cool but yeah yeah i think rude baby kind of like fits with my aesthetic like i love like kind of like childish stuff um and like someone put it really well to me the other day it's like cute but tough and yeah i think that kind of like yeah. is my thing and i think it like goes really well with rude baby i totally see that yeah i, I definitely totally agree that. like even the energy and even the type of acts you work with even on an artist basis kind yeah. of fits that theme in a weird way but also actually something is also even the art direction behind some of the stuff you do it's got that very like obviously with the baby and who actually designed the actual kind of 
logo and everything for Ruby. Yeah, so the logo was designed by Madison Kravis. Um, we went to uni together also, oh, awesome. my huh. student, um, super cool uh, graphic designer, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. And like even the people you sign, it's just so like, they're also different. Like, yeah. it, there's not really a co... Like, they're all very... In different, very... Mm. Like, lanes. Yeah, for but, sure. Yeah, because you've got, like, someone who's more, like, hyperpop. And then, like, you got someone... you got, like, bolos who are more, like, alt-rock. Yeah. And like, yeah. 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 And that's... So, I kind of feel like that's something that's really, again, cool about your actual label is that idea that, as Kira said, you kind of sign, like, such a variety of different people from different areas, different genres, and different sects of Melbourne. Would you, like, for us, could you go through to some of the people you've signed over the years, maybe even even in a linear kind of way, and kind of how those, like, signings came about and the relationship with those artists? Yeah, sure. Um, so when we first started Rude Baby, um, we were actually working with an artist called Friends of Friends, um, and we got linked up with him. Uh, one of, like, s- someone else we knew basically was running their own artist management agency, um, and they were like, hey, this artist is looking for management, and we were like, oh, cool. Um, so we started chatting with him. Um, he was actually based in Queensland. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it was, like, really... Wow, okay. It was cool, but, like, we were so young um, that, like, it was kind of hard to, like, be, like, in two different yeah. states and yeah eventually we kind of like went our own ways all on good terms um and then yeah we actually didn't have any artists for a little bit um and that's when we started booking gigs mm. um but then through booking gigs we linked up with bolos um I knew all of the boys from Bolo's beforehand just from like high school and just like all being West Side. Um, so yeah, we booked them and then they were like, hey, we're kind of looking for a manager. Do you want to do it? And I was like, hell yeah, of course they do. You guys are great. Um, so yeah, I have been working with them for like a year and a half now. We've just been like working on like gigs and stuff and now we're kind of at the point now where they've just started releasing music so they just put out their newest single only a couple of weeks ago and then with Four Cherub um that one well we've been friends for years like we've yeah. been friends for like five years um always planned to like do something together and it just came about that like I was doing Rude Baby and he was ready to like start putting music out um and yeah it was like the obvious choice to work together. So when did you start Rude Baby then? Like, how old were you? Um, I was 18. So I started it, at, like, towards the beginning of 2019. So second oh, year yeah. uni. Second year uni. I was going to say, like, so was it a uni project? No, no. Okay. Literally, we were just like, it's really hard to get experience. Why don't yeah. we just start something and start learning from the ground up? 
and not a lot of people yeah. do that. Yeah, that's rare. Yeah, yeah. like that's, yeah. in hindsight, yeah. yeah, that was probably pretty like cracked yeah. out that we did that, but it's not cracked out. Uh, no, it's not at all. It's, it's definitely not at it. all. It yeah. like cool. I have so much respect for the idea of people like as yourself, kind of going out and actually making those opportunities for yourself. Because mm. I feel like in an industry like this, especially where we live, I feel like there's a lot of times we do have to make opportunity ourselves. Yeah, especially in such a creative industry, and to go exactly out and actually right. just be like hey, fuck it, I'm actually going to just make a label. Yeah. Who cares what people think? I want the experience. That's just kind of how we learn. And, like, I it's agree. really awesome to actually just hear people going out and just doing that and actually having a lot of success with it. Yeah, um, I totally agree. Like, I think especially in the creative industries, you kind of have to take your growth, like, on yourself. And you're like, mm. you can't just, like, go to uni, get a job, get an internship, whatever, and, like, work your way up that way. You really have to, like, take it upon yourself to, like, learn your shit and, like, know it really well and, like, just go from there. So, yeah. 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 And I suppose with that, though, even though even that's the case, and I suppose something you've learned even through doing it would be mm. the fact that because it's something you really do have to learn, there'd be just so much trial and error in something like this. Yes. Like, I'm sure, <laughs> like, I'm sure so it's just so much, yeah. So much trial and error, um... Yeah, I'm s still learning. What's like, been your biggest challenge thus far in terms of running a label, managing artists, booking venues? If you kind of had to pinpoint one particular avenue of what you've done, what's been the most challenging for you, even just as a person? Um, that is a super tough what, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. yeah. I, thought, I had Isn't to throw that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. I think the biggest challenge... And it like it's still present, and and it's like, what do you do? Like, it's like the progression of the business. So you like, like we started, and that was cool, and we were like, we're gonna do management, and then we're like, well, management's kind of like we're not managing anyone. What do we do now? And like we started booking, and then obviously it was like going through and like becoming like a two-person business to just me running it, and then it's like, well, what am I gonna do now? So I think yeah. like the biggest challenge is really like just figuring out like what you're doing, what your plan is, like what you want to do in the next six months, what you want to do in the next five years and just kind of like going from there. And I think like that in itself is challenging because like you have like so much opportunity to do whatever you want, but you kind yeah. of have to sit down and plan it out, map it out. Mm. So you kind of have something to work towards. Um, but, so yeah. you run a record label, a whole zine that yeah. published like what every couple of months and a bunch of these events by yourself. <laughs> how do you do it all? Like, how do you actually survive um, and have time to <laughs> fucking live? Like, True. Uh, especially, <laughs> even especially on the fact yeah. you do it on your own. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's yeah, the, that's like, wow. Yeah. Um, it's having a good routine. Yeah, like, yeah. that sounds yeah. corny, but, like, a good routine, like, just, like, long days. Um... I have a social life, but... Which is great. <laughs> you know, Which is important. I feel like it's not, like, my main thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I enjoy working. So, like, yeah. I can do it, like, get up at, like, early and then work and then still doing it, like, 12 hours later. Like, it's just, like, kind of a natural thing. And I don't know. Like, I think, like, genuinely, if you love something and you, like, get enjoyment out of it, you'll just do it. And yeah. you won't even realise that you're, like, sitting there for hours yeah. or you're, like, there on Saturday or Sunday or, like, you're still there at midnight. It's, like, yeah. I don't know. Just, like, time passes and yeah, it was, like, this is cool. I think that's how you work out, like, what you're actually passionate about. If time flies when you're doing it, yeah, you know that's, like, what you should be doing. Definitely. But if you're, like, counting the, I don't know. Sometimes that's not always practical, but, you know. 
if you if you feel like you're counting the hours, then it's not what you should. Yeah, do. exactly right. Yeah. It's almost like a like internal calculator as to kind of what you're doing in the universe in a way. Just kind of yeah. the way you look at time and where you are, and even just your con- like being conscious of time in a sense. Like, which is what make, which is what's really. Why interesting. did that sound so like philosophical? For no reason? <laughs> podcast talk. Sorry for context. Apparently, we like talk like we're on the podcast outside of the podcast. Yes, <laughs> it's like it's like the so, contextual cue. I see Kira, so it's like kind of the mode I jump in. Yeah, <laughs> podcast talk. Like, other people, with... other people know about it too. It's not just me. That's like okay. mildly embarrassing. But like, no, no, it's, no, epic. it's epic. It's, it's, it's cool. It's just funny to think that like even in the tone we utilize in the podcast, that comes out in person because kind of mm-hmm. the way we do present ourselves is a little bit exaggerated, and even the way we deliver our, our voices are and everything. It is. I, I don't. I don't know if I do. You don't know if you do. I feel I like I do. do. I think I do. I think the way I. I think the way I project is a bit a, di- a little bit different in like a podcast yeah. setting. But I instance. get why though. This is completely <laughs> off topic. <laughs> But yeah, like, <laughs> it's really a good point you make. Like, I love hearing about individual creatives such as yourself and the way people navigate time management and mm. and even just like how you schedule a routine because I find that so many people work on so many different metrics and ways to keep track of what needs to be done and keep on time. And, you know, people use all different types of apps like scheduling apps and stuff like that. Is there anything in particular you utilize or are you something that kind of runs on more of like a free flow and you just kind of like keep that in your mind? Um... I actually just started recently using this app called Time Tree, which I actually saw on TikTok and like friends use it to like plan like group hangs and stuff. And it's actually really good because like I'm in it and then like all of the members of Bolos are in it. So basically it's really good for like planning. It makes my life easier because it's like I can just like pop in something for Thursday, like, hey, you're going to the studio and they'll like get notified on their phone and they're like, okay, cool. And then they'll get a notification like 30 minutes before, an hour before. It's just good for like mapping out like that kind of stuff. Um, And then I guess like when Fortrive goes into like releasing music, I'll also use that. And then Mm. it's kind of good because like everyone knows where everyone is Mm. and like if they need me, they can kind of see like, oh, like, Gabby's here today, so, like, don't ring her because she's busy. That's like, super dope, actually. I didn't yeah. know they existed. It's funny. When I was working as, like, the director for the shoots we did with the Push Records, it was something which we really wanted to get, something like that, but we couldn't find anything else. So yeah. I'm actually going to grab that off you later again and yeah. actually okay, take um, that with me. super cool. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I feel like the biggest, the hardest part of tackling big projects, like, whether it's stuff like working yeah. with artists or even with you shooting, mm. and even, like, some of the event stuff that I'm doing right now is, like, just making sure everyone is on the same page. Yeah. The, the bigger the group or, like, the bit more people you're working with, like, the harder it is. Yeah. So 100%. stuff like that seems like that would be really helpful. Cause yeah, it's Group good. chats get messy. That's yeah. Like, I know the amount of bullshit like... that's spewed in group chats too and you're trying to keep track of, like, polls just doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. the poll. The poll never works. <laughs> no. Let's Let's cancel the poll. poll. No. <laughs> it, it's fuck the polls that Miss does. <laughs> that's pretty much it. But actually, speaking of Four Cherub, Four Cherub, something it's something really interesting about Four Cherub is when we were th- when we think about Four Cherub specifically, it kind of falls under this lane of kind of almost like between like the hip hop and hyper pop lane. And something I find really interesting interesting about Four Cherub as an artist, and I'm, the reason I'm very excited for Four Cherub to release music is because he really does fall, fall in that specific lane. It has that influence which comes from kind of like the sad boys, like a young lean bladey, but it also lends itself to hip hop. And something that's kind no, of I it's, it's blade. It's blade. Oh my god. <laughs> we're talking about this. I, I've got, I've got, I've got, right, <laughs> Every so, time. Every time. It's just... No, it's like... I've just got to, like... It's like a meme that's like, you can say lady, but you can also say blade. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's just like, I think it's just something that's inbuilt to me at this point because I've said it so many times and someone's like, oh yeah, it's Blade. It's like hotly debated between like people. Oh, so like it's a that. debate. Yeah, I reckon. There's always like someone that's like, no, it's Blady. And then yeah. it's like, it's Blade. I don't think yeah. it matters, I think. Because we got corrected at the At the show, yeah. Yeah. I got, we got looked at mad sus for it. It's, like, it's, <laughs> it's Blade. The drain is, the drain is <laughs> They're lovely people yeah. though. Everyone at that show was fucking lovely, by the yeah. way. No sus to anyone because everyone was actual beautiful. But Yeah, we're actually, I was very good about this before on the pod, like how literally everyone was so, I don't know if you've ever been. Did you go to that? Yeah, party I can't believe show? I didn't yeah. see you guys there. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know you then, but like, yeah, that's a good still point. weird. But yeah, kind of the way I was leading yeah. that question anyway, was yes. kind of the idea that, <laughs> like, if hyperpop and kind of like the hip hop scene, for mm. sure it falls under that lane. And I find that hyperpop something in the, in Melbourne that's actually starting to actually build a community. And I think Angel Hours, which is actually the second part of it, it's actually happening tonight, which is really yes, great. Tonight. But even the last event you held was actually astronomical in terms of the turnout for this scene. Like, how did you end up kind of connecting with this scene and actually finding all these acts? Yeah. Um, I guess, like, from the beginning, like, uh, working, like, being friends with Ira for Cherub, um, and then, like, his natural, like, progression from, like, doing more rap stuff and then going into, like, more of this, like, electronic kind of music um, was, like, something that kind of, like, even in our friendship group, we were listening to a lot of, like, Blade and, like, you know, Charlie XCX, all of, like, that kind of sphere. Um, and then we went to, I don't know, we just started going to like more rap events, more of like checking out the scene, like coming into contact with people. Um, and then specifically like Angel Hours came about cause I was at a gig and I'm like, I think I linked with like Leech King, um, ah. who plays Angel Hours. And, um, he was like, Hey, like, do you want to like put a gig together? And then I was like, yeah, why not? Like, let's see how this goes. Um, and then, yeah, we put the first angel hours together. Um, yeah, basically got me connected with a bunch of like amazing artists in the scene. And then, yeah, kind of from there, I've just been like meeting more and more people, connecting with people like online, IRL. And yeah, there's like kind of a huge scene coming up, which is awesome. For real. And I kind of feel like you're at the fore, I feel like you and Leech King putting together this event has really been at the forefront of, at least for me, demonstrating that this exists in Melbourne. Yeah. Because I was always of the mindset that a lot of it was so obscure, it was, so, it was too hard to find. Yeah, but just yeah. seeing the turnout and the love for even the music and everyone's enthusiasm and even the artists had a great time, but it looks yeah. of things. And you know what I mean? It just, it really caught me off guard and I, it's something about that guess something that gets me really excited about even just what you're doing because I feel like you've got the ability to cultivate these events and bring people together and that's kind of special yeah I think it's like a, a good like pairing like because I can kind of like I guess put the events together and I have like a interest in the music I love the music and then to have all these artists that are like hey we want to work with you we want to put this together like and you're the person we want to do it like I feel really lucky that I can do that and like yeah it's just a good team and like I hope that we can like put more stuff on because like the scene is just getting bigger and bigger like I feel yeah. like I'm getting connected with more and more people coming through like every week and it's insane like it's yeah. just building and I want to see like world takeover like yeah. Melbourne in scene. general in general it's just such an emerging genre yeah like mm. You know, especially like you said, you know, like Charlie XCX, those kind of like yeah. that mix of like pop and rap, and it's almost like very like Y2K kind of pop, but like yeah. on crack. Yeah. You know, so it's like crazy, which makes sense because like, don't they say tw trends have like a 20 year turnover? Yes. So it's like yeah. kind of makes sense that, you know. Yeah, um, I think, kind yeah, of it kind of like right comes from that like PC music stuff. Yeah. Oh, like, for sure. 
that was a big factor yeah. in it. And then I yeah. remember listening to like PC music, like the PC music label stuff as a kid, and thinking I was yeah. so like special and original. And now yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. That now it's, it's like, taking off. Like, taking I think, off. Yeah. I think like so much of the scene, like probably like listened to that music years ago yeah. and we're like oh this is really cool and like now to see those people kind of making the same types of music and then seeing it like kind of blow up is kind of crazy yeah even just seeing t- I feel like TikTok especially this is like such a side note but like mm. I feel like on TikTok especially there's like yeah. these random songs that are popping off that are very like hyper poppy yeah mm. I feel like it's almost which yeah. is funny because they literally it's like normally by artists that I don't know if this is too much of a side note, but it's, like, artists that are, like, very obscure. Yeah, like, like the old TikTok kind of thing took off. Like, yeah, it did, a lot. Yeah. Like, especially, like, I think during COVID last year, like, I think at the start of last year, like, 100 Gex was, like, I mean, this is, like, probably the most, like, basic example. Yeah. But, no, like, no, no. 100 Gex were, like, some people knew of them and some people were, like, ew. Yeah. And then, like, by the end of, like, last year, yes. like, old TikTok had yeah. really, like, taken that mm. whole kind of, like, sound and, like, blown it the fuck up and like the whole alt tiktok thing and like you just see so many like people who like i guess resonate with that kind of alt vibe and that kind of music like everywhere now and it's Mm. kind of crazy to see it is even that song what was that song that popped off like sugar crash yeah which literally just sounds like a hundred gex song yeah yeah it does um, yeah it's like by this like random kid that literally has one song out Mm. or like a couple yeah they just re-released it with like a kim petras verse on it really really hard yeah which makes sense because yeah kim petras would like fit well on that track but like yeah it's just super interesting to see i don't know even just other smaller artists like be inspired by it and that really resonate with tiktok i guess it kind of makes sense because it's a very like i feel like even just like the format of tiktok and just internet in general like people need just like a lot of stimulation yeah and i think hyperpop really like caters to that because it's very like <laughs> it's just does. so like yeah, you know what's the word for it it's short and sharp and just like a yeah. it's very like fast it's very like loud in your face it's like stimulation like overload yeah um, for sure um I've, and like because it's such a short amount of time like you really need like something that's gonna grab right. someone's attention really quick Sorry. like that's just something like i think all artists are kind of like dealing with at the moment because like tiktok is becoming such like a big part of releasing music now that yeah. even artists that don't mm obviously work within like the pop hyper pop electronic music sphere are still trying really hard to like get a really catchy line that can either be like turned into a trend or like even just like the Mm. actual snippet that tiktok gets like it's actually like someone sitting at a label going through and picking out the 60 seconds that the label will then send to tiktok because it's crazy like you know it's Mm. so it's so laser focused as Mm. well like and it takes and i will admit it takes uh, like a really decent ear to really pick that stuff out yeah because i find the platform and even like the limited time i've had on the platform i find the way music pops off is so sporadic and it just doesn't is it's not there's not always like a formula to it i find because you'll have like all these random sounds just kind of going like yep this one yep this one and it's just like why <laughs> like it yeah. just happens to fit to the way someone kind of expresses themselves through the app half the time i think it's a lot of luck man yeah it is i think it's a lot of luck i really think like 
you can sort of tell, I think, with certain, especially now, like, major label artists, you know, sort of really trying mm. to, like, say, have, like, a dance in their music video. Like, I noticed a lot more music videos now yeah. have, like, dances, you know, like, choreography that's For very sure. accessible. Like, it's not, like, not, like, actual dances, like, doing, like, full-blown choreography. It's very, like, accessible moves. Like, you can tell yeah. they're kind of trying to, like, subtly, like, I don't know, get yeah. people to start, like, you know, dancing to their track or whatever. Yeah, there's just so much going on in there that is. space. Yeah. Like, TikTok influencers, like, mm. actual agencies, like, recruiting um, influencers and then, like, having a whole, like, client list that people can go through and, like, get to yeah. do random stuff. And, like, yeah, it's a whole thing. Even, like, I think, like, the chat that we listened yeah, to, like, um, like, DSPs pitching songs to, like, uh, playlists on TikTok and, like, um, different genre oh, wow, playlists. Yeah. So, do you want to, like, break yeah. that down a bit for people that don't? Yeah, so, like, um, I guess when you, like, submit music, like, you can pitch to Spotify um, and get playlisted into, like, editorial playlists. Um, Now the same things are happening with TikTok where you... Wow, okay, I did not know that, actually. You can, like, pitch to TikTok and then, like, yeah, there's all these, like, cool, like, charts going on there. And then, like, like, I guess TikTok as a discovery place for music is kind of taking off and you can, like, go through and, like, obviously charted songs are going to be, like, in your recommended when you're creating a video um yeah it's kind of crazy like and it's really strange like the songs that are like coming up like it's i'm not sure how it works but like it's really interesting to see like the variety of songs that are coming up there because it's not just like your big like jewel leapers and shit like that yeah it's like i've seen like melbourne artists in there and i'm like oh that's so cool that they're like this could really like if this blows up this could like change the trajectory of like your career like so quickly yeah 100 percent. like just even like just the the World Wide Web as kind of like a marketing tool is such a phenomenon. And to see just kind of how niche and strange you can get in terms of applications really gaining the music industry yeah. where it's not even really specifically created to be targeted at that and it becoming kind of like the forefront of marketing yeah, is like such sure. an interesting thing, which actually makes me think of something I really wanted to kind of discuss with you as well is kind of just you also, as Kira mentioned earlier, you actually have your own zine. Yeah. And pretty much it's called Forever West. I'd love for you just like to speak to everyone kind of about what you've been doing with Forever West and just basically everyone you've reached out to and the people you've had kind of featured. Like how did it yeah. even come about in the first place? Um, so I started Forever West I guess this time last year now. Yeah, um, wow, actually yeah, I didn't even think about right. that. About a yeah, year. Whoa, yeah, about a year. Shit. I know. How quickly has that gone? That's yeah. terrifying. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I started Forever West as the capstone for my university course. Um so basically uh originally like I wanted to do like a massive event that highlighted um like Western suburbs musicians, but obviously COVID was kicking off so I decided to do like a print zine um because like people had the time to kind of like sit down and chat to me and like I had the time to sit down and write it out um so yeah I guess like yeah I wanted to capture creative culture in Melbourne's west because I think it's like crazy diverse crazy talented and like a lot of the times overlooked like it's not like the north side where like there's like 700 venues and you know every (laughs) single person's in a band and you all know each other and you're all at the pub and all that whatever um so yeah I don't know like uh I wanted to have like a focus on like venues musicians um and then I guess like creative collectives especially and like it was kind of like an interesting time to talk to people like when COVID had been like kind of going on for Mm. like six months or so by this point um so yeah, spoke to a bunch of people um, and yeah, put the zine together and then like had a lot of like 
interest in it, which I wasn't expecting. I wasn't sure how it was going to go. Um, and then, yeah, from there, put out the second issue towards the, oh, I guess, like, only a couple of months ago with the help of Kira here. I wrote some articles yes. for it. it was very fun. Legend. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, so that's been happening. Today, actually, we've started being stocked in the substation in Newport, oh. which is oh, awesome. Wow. Yeah. Congrats. They have just opened a bookstore and they're reopening today because they closed for a little bit because of COVID. So that's exciting. And there's also... I guess, like, an event on the way, which I haven't announced. But, yeah, there's mm. an event coming, yeah. and it's going to be very cool. You heard it here first. Heard yeah, it first. <laughs> you heard it here first. Keep us posted. Yes, yeah, announcement coming soon. I don't know when this is getting posted, but, uh, yeah. yeah. It'll probably be, like... Next week, I would say. Yeah. Probably next so, week. Cool. Uh, still got time. Awesome. <laughs> but, I'll get on it after this. Yeah. <laughs> For real, though, like, that's... I love that. I love kind of hearing about the approach and the morale of creating that zine. Because, as you said very particular time in the year, mm. middle of COVID, talking about the creative industry, artists, people who are in a position where they're kind of unsure about career, uh, financially, how are they mm. feeling? And I think people had in that time period a lot of time. So to sit down with people and actually kind of get written responses and hear, specifically from the West side as well, kind of hear those experiences would have been like a really interesting thing. And to have that as a collective zine, is kind of like a really cool almost relic in a way to yeah hold on to. i think like i was just kind of really fascinated with like the area and like everyone that i like working with rude baby obviously like i meet a lot of people that are from the west musicians and all that and i was really fascinated by all of these different people and wanted to know more and i was like this would be a cool thing to put in print because i think other people would be interested by this and i think like people coming up are going to read it and be like, oh, so there are people that have come from the West doing this. And, like, there is a community of, like, creatives and musicians and venues um, that operate from this area. Yeah, because there were even, like, when I was looking through the first one and even the second one, like, there were so many, like, you know, studios and collectives and stuff that I had no idea about. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, because you just don't know where to start. Like, exactly Especially right. in the West, like. Because you hear, like, certain venues and certain things are more so, like, in the heart of Melbourne. Mm. You don't really hear much about things that are outside of that. Yeah, so, yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think that was really cool. Like, it's such a cool concept. And yeah. it seems like you're getting a lot of love, which is really <laughs> yeah. cool as well. Like, yeah, And this right. launch party will be cool too. Yes, I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Like, it's super as well, like, just to get a bit personal. Like, even for, I'm sure for Kira as well, but even for someone like me who's kind of grew up in the West and kind of been in a community where it's almost hard to sometimes find the right people mm. because the West can be kind of sparse and people are just kind of off in their own kind of corners. It was, it's really kind of mean something to myself to kind of see the amount of people in the, this region of Nam that are, you know, creatives doing their own thing and have their own hustle. And I think that's super important to be able to actually display. And it gives a lot of, I feel like for people who have had the opportunity to read it is like, has a lot of heart in a way. Mm. And it's super exciting just to hear that there's just so much going on that, we wouldn't even imagine. For sure, for sure. Yeah. You're doing great things. <laughs> it's gonna, yeah. You got like so much going on. Yeah. You should be so proud of yourself, man. You should be so proud. Oh, of God. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, like, it's so true because, like, again, the reason why I wanted you here today because you are realistically doing, and a lot of people may not actually know this, but you're just doing so much for the music industry. Even if it is on like a small level, it's not what people always see. In our local scene, you are really someone who represents kind of a cornerstone of actually setting things up. You, like People like yourself are the reason we have cool local gigs on the side and can actually go to these things and have fun and 
meet new artists and yeah just connect yeah. with other people so i think that just kind of deserves a thank you as well you are really well, doing a lot for <laughs> everything that's going on here in melbourne thank you if you were to give like any advice to like younger baby gabbies that are like i want to <laughs> literally do everything but don't know where to start oh my god yeah how to how do i start like what like, how did you start? And what advice oh would you give? Oh, my God. I'm literally the most disorganized person ever. <laughs> no, no, but, like... Um, like organized chaos. Uh, but, like, how do you start, like... I don't know. Like, what were the first steps you took to, like, getting these things off the ground? Um, I think, like... Firstly, obviously, having an idea is important. And, like, I don't know. I A lot of the stuff I do comes from wanting to go to events like this or wanting to see artists like this produce music and not seeing it and doing it myself Mm. um I think like if you want to start something you should just do it like I think like I think like you have to kind of like like decide like yes it may fail but like if this succeeds like how important is this to me like if this succeeds is this gonna like be amazing and I'm gonna enjoy it like if you want something, just do it. Do it. Yeah. Just yeah, do it. Like 100%. it's like you're gonna you're gonna mess up and you're gonna learn and like the whole process is gonna be great and it'll be tough sometimes, but like yeah. the payoff is exactly. worth it. I really yeah. resonate with that because mm. I think what stopped me from like like doing anything like music related yeah. was for so long was yeah. like that perfectionism of like worrying that I wasn't going to know everything from the job, yeah. which is, like, so impossible to ask of yourself anyway. Yeah. Mm. But I think sometimes, like, mm. I know that was holding me back. And I know, yeah. like, when I talk to other people, 100%. like, that kind of holds them back. It's like, yeah. well, what if this doesn't work? Or, like, I don't know what I'm doing. And it's like, well, that's – it's it's the journey. You yeah, know, you got to, like, learn as you go. Like, yeah. you're going to fuck up sometimes. Yeah. You just got to like, put yourself out there. It like, is. That's why it. not life's too short I don't know I'm not gonna say a bunch of corny yeah, shit no, 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 it's no, true no, though it's, true. Yeah, it's so true yeah 100% like it's this idea we've even speaking about it earlier just before the podcast started like this idea of kind of like trial and error yeah. Like the importance yeah, of sure. the importance of learning in the process like consciously understanding like, like that your first few events or your first public song release is not going to be the perfect gem you have up here. Yeah. But consciously thinking, okay, I released this, what can I learn and what could have gone better? And just like continuously kind of having that like uphill battle. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sure that's something you constantly, constantly go through. Yeah. Whether it be setting up events or trying to get an auto-tune pedal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's so true. Like you're constantly learning and you have to be like, like put your ego aside and like, mm. you know, be that goofy person that's asking questions or like yeah. just straight up says like I don't know I don't know what I need to mm. make vocals sound like this like I yeah. what do I do yeah, yeah. or like hitting up the local person that's really good at tech stuff and being like hey can you set up this equipment for me I don't know what I'm doing stuff mm. like that because like in the end like it pays off and yeah. like I guess I'm lucky that like I can get like learn from this but I can also put this into like I do other things in the industry um and I can like learn from that and then you know the knowledge is like works both ways like I can do it at Rude Baby but I can also do it in my other opportunities and um yeah I think it helps like just learn and put yourself out there and yeah, yeah. totally I think like something Isaiah like so Isaiah and I went to this workshop that our friend Vina set up um Shout we'll out tag her, yeah we'll tag her and everything but like um yeah one of our friends Elijah did like this like I don't know 
like a meditation, meditation session. Meditation, literally. Sorry, yeah. this, this will make sense at some point. This sounds really mm. off topic. No, this is but, really important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think you know what I'm about to say. Yeah. So, like, and he was doing this, like, really amazing speech about, like, as creatives, because Elijah's a rapper too, we had him on the pod a couple of way back. I Shout out, James. Episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was talking about, like, this idea of, like, leaning into the fear of stuff. Like, yeah. just, just, like, lean into it yeah. and just, like, the feel technique. it, accept it. But then just, like, just, just do shit. Like, yeah. don't let that kind of, like, fear yeah. hold you back. No, the way he worded it, I'm, like, yeah. butchering the wording. I don't know if <laughs> no, no, you, like, remember right. no, no. but you're I was, on... like, I really resonated yeah. with that. And I think that's kind of, like, relevant. You're right. You're right on. Because, like, I think what he specifically said is the way he referred to kind of being involved with things. He, said, he referred it to the technique. Uh, you actually called it a technique. He'd say, lean in. Like, mm. as a technique, like, this idea of just kind of, like, if you're physically leaning into something, like, to kind of have that approach to everyday life and kind of things that you do, like, to kind of allow yourself to do that as well. Because yeah. he almost framed it as though people psychologically have this constraint. And as he's talking about starting things, people have this constraint of, like, fear, of nervousness, of anxiousness, of going into new things. So, like, kind of trying to put that philosophy of, like, allowing yourself to kind of lean forward into things. And it was a really, yeah, that was actually a really great point because yeah. it was just a really great session. It was kind of just like a group workshop and it was actually a really great day. Yeah. It's a bit off, this is a bit, bit off topic, but yeah, it was a really good point. It brings up a really good point about the way people approach just like creativity, creativity yeah. and just like giving yourself the opportunity, allow, allow yourself to have the opportunity in a way. Yeah, you know? totally. Yeah. But um, one other thing I actually did want to ask you as well mm. while we're here is where me and Kira always chat these viewers ears off about just kind of local music we're finding like oh look Jameson oh look Four Cherub like you know go look at these guys hey yes your girl like we're speaking out all these different artists all the time but I'd love to hear and I'm sure Kira was as well and everyone at home I'd kind of love to hear people that you yourself yeah. are kind of looking at specifically now and kind of who here in kind of Nam is really doing bits? Like, who have you got your eye on at the moment? In oh, a way? I knew this question was coming. Yeah. <laughs> I had to give you the floor because seriously, as someone uh, who's kind of, in a way, cultured as you are, I'm sure you just have cultured. as weird no cultured. Shit, cultured. Is that a weird cultured. word? I mean, um, in a way, cultured in Nam music, man. Uh, I, I, Call her yogurt because she's cultured. <laughs> that was such a bad joke. Oh my God. <laughs> I could cut that out. <laughs> um, but yes, we'd love yeah, to hear. I uh, got the, asked this question the other week and I sat for so along with it and mm. yeah thought about like there's just so many especially yeah. in mm. um there are so many um yeah i guess i'm just gonna start listing off people right, please go and please feel free to elaborate and if you yeah. need to like go um for it. i guess um some of my favorite artists i mean i've booked them so they have been on angel <laughs> yes. hours but yeah. like i love mizuki yeah. um yeah. super fucking Fuck yeah. awesome artist in the rave, how about the whip? I'm on the stove, oh. I got a mate, I got a mate, I got a mate, oh. Like, ain't no bases around me, hold up, get out of the way, oh. Obviously, like Leech, Lone, uh, all of that that kind of like group, amazing. Um, Vaishon, um, super killer, like producer rapper, um, playing tonight as well. Um, who else? Oh, I really like Webby. Webby is insane. Has been like active in the scene now for so long. Like cool music, but also like videos, hard as fuck. Um, what kind of what kind of genre? Uh, rapper. Oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. Super awesome. Who else? Oh, I'm gonna like forget people. I guess like oh, cool. going out of like that kind of scene. Like obviously, Bolos love them yeah. to death. Uh, Fuzzries are like a 
kind of like punky yeah. indie band amazing that been worked with gig. them a lot yeah, yeah. Um, who else? Oh my god, I could go on forever. Yeah. Can, please do. Oh my god, I put on the spot. <laughs> That's um, okay. Good. It's like when people ask like what your favourite movie is and you yeah, think movie you've watched in your life. Like, you know what I mean? I, know. I don't know if it's that feeling. Yeah. But it like, is. Yeah, 100%. Um, another like X Amount Records, they have yeah. amazing artists like Two Birds, um, Teether, Real Name, oh, Dean I- James. Um, That's another super cool like label in melbourne that i love um even like outside of now melbourne like us uh, into scan scan in sydney is a super cool uh rapper um i also like over to perth like uh saswana love fear like super awesome like fear. producers coming up um incredible incredible stuff yeah. um yeah i don't know i am no, 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 no. i don't know any that, of these that's <laughs> that's already so check them out yeah. check I've them out like, for sure yeah. i have heard a few I have, I have heard of a few but yeah i must say like even just listening to listening to you kind of the way you even delivered that it's like so cool to hear like again there's just so again there's an abundance of people out there like making mm. things and wanting to make things and doing it pretty well even even if that's on a local level and i think yeah. that's so dope and to hear that so many people even if they've been around for a long time uh, like still now having the opportunity to just absolutely kill it and you know really get in front of people is just such a great feeling to hear that you know even in these subsections of australia as a whole we do have these pockets of communities mm-hmm. and people really are doing their thing and now more than ever have the opportunity to connect and kind of just you know do their best thing yeah for sure and I think like I'm lucky enough now that I'm like meeting like new people and I'm getting connected with people that like outside of NAM so like Mm. there's so much going on Mm. like elsewhere as well which sometimes you don't realize but yeah there's stuff going on everywhere in australia and yeah yeah i will get to the bottom of it all <laughs> yeah, yeah. imagine please help us do that as well i'm just we out are, here yeah. looking i'm like yeah. oh, i'm so fascinated by the other local scene mm. yeah um and i think incredible. it will help once you know covid kind of settles down and yeah like, yeah just to kind of get out of like not just the Melbourne now I'm seeing like yep. kind of beyond that I'm sure like you'll just be off doing like yeah. whatever do would you like want to do anything either like internationally or like interstate um yeah I want to set up a gig in Perth okay. with our Perth friends uh cool. with Fortune that's awesome oh, on the cards yeah, on the cards awesome. one day just like do you know much about like Perth scene because that's something I know nothing about uh a little bit like yeah. um we recently had the teeth event um yeah a couple of weeks back. Oh, yeah. So um, yeah, so we had, like, a lot of Perth Good people timing. on that lineup. Good timing. Yeah, right yeah. before COVID. Um, and, yeah, their scene, like, in that state looks crazy. Like, so many talented people are yeah. operating there. Um, and because it's, like, so small, like, they all know each other. And yeah. I feel lucky to have met them and, like, kind of, like, have a ear on the ground about what's going on but yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. want to get four chair over there because i think his music aligns like really yeah. well with theirs so is that like a dominant sound there like do you know what the dominant sound is um i don't think so <laughs> okay <laughs> i don't think it is but like yeah. i think they're starting their own scene um yeah. so yeah got to switch off my notifications that's okay no stress (laughs) but no it's actually funny you talk about that as well in terms of like scenes in different places like Mm. i remember just the type kind of tie this in nicely i remember reading a 
someone who's really finally getting the love they deserve, someone, Genesis Owusu. Yeah. Who's super, super charismatic, lovely person, and has always made insanely beautiful music. And he actually made a story post kind of speaking about once, and I really wish I saved it, but I didn't, but kind of speaking about, like, the scene in the ACT or the Canberra area and being really honest about, like, the coolest thing about being here is whilst there isn't really a scene, it's like we get the opportunity to build it. Yeah. And like this idea that even in spaces where it feels like there's nothing, there's always the ability to start. Yeah. It's almost like there's more of an opportunity because there isn't a lot. So yeah. it's like you you have the opportunity to be like the innovator in that space. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Rather I think than... even on that, like I think like the next step in like elevating, like obviously there's Australian artists that have a platform like on a global scale, of course, mm. like no doubt about it. But in this particular like I guess like pop rap ambient kind of genre, mm. um, I think the way of like elevating everyone is like just collaboration and like collaborating like all different artists like collaborating with each other and like connecting is so important um because like actually that reminds me there's like more artists like um two artists that i've recently come across laces and kenta to laces yes yeah yeah and they're those two huge like um even like nina jirachi yeah yeah um that whole thing like yeah yeah because laces um is i think laces at the moment is working with um Nina Las Vegas's rec- uh, record place. Yeah. Because I know, I'm, I remember speaking, it's funny, we had the opportunity to kind of listen to uh, Nina Las Vegas speak and she was speaking very particularly about laces and the rollout of what they were doing and stuff like that. And it was super interesting. And yeah, that's someone else who's really kind of having their go right now. Yeah, I think like in this, like in that particular like genre, like laces is a huge factor. Also like Kenta 204 just released like an EP like two weeks ago and it is like hard as fuck sweet yeah it's insane so check that out gonna have to add all these to my playlist yeah (laughs) and that's something else we'll do although we've mentioned so many artists in this one episode there will be stuff playing throughout this episode just kind of giving these artists a bit of a shot so if there's any particular songs you yourself would like viewers to kind of have a listen to throw it that you throw it at the end of this just throw it to us or make sure we layer them out throughout the show so people can really have an experience of kind of what we're speaking about and the type of genre it's it's going to be like a 45 hour playlist I was going to say not the whole thing everyone that I forgot as well bits and pieces not like oh yeah give me 45 hours it'll be two seconds this is why, yeah, this is why the podcast has to be capped at the time because <laughs> yeah. like, I could sit here like with my book and just go through like every one that I Beautiful. love. <laughs> nah, I resonate <laughs> with that so heavy though. Like every time I jump on a podcast, my mind's always ticking like, oh, who do I want to, who do I really want to mention like right now? Because mm. I just want to, like I find I'm always someone who wants to show that appreciation because I like, mm. I like, I think it's super sure. important for like creatives and artists to hear people engaging with their shit and really kind of fucking with what they do because I feel like that's such an important thing and I think it's so good to kind of have that dialogue in different ways and kind of be like yes this artist like regardless of the platform it's on I think it's just great for people to hear that stuff that's for sure like the local scene is like so dope and like it, it like you have to kind of like work your way through in terms of like connecting with people and finding out about it because it's kind of low-key but like once you do you're like what the hell mm. like how did I not know about this why are you not like on the cover of every magazine like mm. on every blog like you're in amazing it's, <laughs> yeah my work is not done <laughs> it's not and that's yeah. what I mean I'm we're super excited to continue to see and hear what you're going to do because you're really a force to be reckoned with, like, yeah. for real. Yeah. I don't know how much more nice things I can say about yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, I'm just gassing like me off my ego I really, right I really don't want to sound like I'm pandering, but for real, my you've ego. done the amount of stuff you're doing. But 
as kind Thank of an, as kind of a way as like a bit of an end note is there anything you'd like to pass on final in terms words. of like any final words anything you'd kind of like to promote anything that's kind of arising in the new future you'd like just anyone at home to kind of check out wow definitely check out Rude baby chuck us a follow uh chuck Four Cherub and Bolo is a follow our two artists. Um, both have new music on the way, and I'm yeah, I'm so excited to see that kind of era of Rude Baby kind of come up. Um, and yeah, of course, like more events on the way. Yeah. Yeah. World domination on the way. Um, <laughs> merch, merch as well. Oi, merch yes, is merch is coming. Yep. Cop um, We're on the podcast. I'm wearing a House of Beige T-shirt right now. Hell yeah, a Rude Baby one. Hell yeah. Yeah, match a, on the way. I had a sneak peek at the logo. Yeah. The logo looks really good. Yeah, did you like it? Yeah. yeah. I liked it. Good show me that off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. I think sure. feeling left out. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You see this. <laughs> but but we'll probably wrap it up here. Wrap it up here. Yeah. yeah, got some stuff to do. But again, thank you so much for giving thank us the you. time and thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you, everyone, for watching yeah. as well. Please go check out us on Instagram, wherever you, wherever you like to go, Spotify, YouTube, not Facebook, because that's the one thing we don't have, oh, yeah. but because <laughs> no, it's, it's fuck Facebook. But no, <laughs> like, but no for real. Uh, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Excited to have more guests on. And one last send-off, thank you to Gabby for yeah. being a part of this and even believing in miscellaneous fuzz, including us in things like the Forever West scene. That oh, means I a lot love to you us. guys. And you've been <laughs> really like, a big supporter of us. This is my so. favourite podcast. Yay. Go to here for us, All right. Take care, guys. Have a lovely one. Bye. Bye. That's it. <laughs> that was so fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was so fun.